You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. 3256. Plugging the dates at the top of the show. Guess who has a website? Hey, everybody, johntold.com. You can head on over there. Check out the blog section. Check out, uh, yeah, you know what? Just check out the blog section. I, 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 I blog. Ugh, I'm one of those now. Uh, no, I. you know what? I, I said, hey, I have this thing. Why don't I put things on my thing? Boy, that was a, take that in any weird way you want to take it. Hey, now. Um, no, so yeah, so I have this blog, so I just decided to start writing. Fuck, heaven forbid I actually create content. Could you imagine somebody with an artistic career not putting stuff out? What an asshole. Careful what you wish for. Did you ever thought you wanted to be in TV and movies? I know I did. I know when I was a fat little kid um, trying to uh, figure out what my life was going to turn into. And uh, when you're uh, when you're a little kid and uh, you just uh, are just trying to figure it out, what what's there? The television? Fuck yeah, the television's there. And what what's your favorite shows? I'll tell you what I was watching, and this is going to tell you exactly how the fuck old I am. Which I'm 43. You guys are well well aware of that since you're all listeners. Uh, a lot of Adam 12, a lot of Emergency, a lot of Dragnet, a lot of um, the Brady Bunch, a lot of Three's Company. And uh, that being said, here I am in Southern California living in the very, very city where all of my favorite shows were based. And now I find myself, well, I'll tell you exactly what's what's going on. All right, look, before I jump into this, let, let's just get the plugs out of the way. All right. Um, I'm going to be at the House of Comedy in Phoenix, uh, April 1st through the 5th with Seton Smith. And uh, I will be at the House of Comedy in Bloomington, Minnesota, at the end of April, with comedian Dan Cummins, April 21st through the 26th. I'm going on tour with Kathleen McGee, a friend of mine, comic from Canada. We're doing two weeks, and it's called the Schools Out Tour. We're doing, uh, I believe we're doing 15 days all through Western Canada. Uh, after that, I fly to Austin, Texas, where I will be at the Velveeta Room. Uh, June 19th and 20th. I'll be in Paris, Texas on the 26th and working right now on a tour with myself and my buddies in Embrace the Machine uh, where uh, right now we're working on what, what the hell that tour is going to be called. And uh, the, I think the only other club date I have, oh, well, how about July? Three weeks in a row. Boom, Little Rock. Boom, Wichita. Boom, Oklahoma City. All at the Looney Bin. One of my favorite club chains to work because I like them. Isn't that what it comes down to? I'll tell you one thing about this business. When you just start emailing out, you know who emails you back. You know who's interested. You know who hates your fucking guts. And you know who, and you know the people who are just so inundated that they just give their friends work until they die and never let a new person inside of their business. Or they just don't think I'm funny. Fuck, shit happens, all right? But that being said, what am I going to complain about it? No, you got to go with the people who are happy to see you, and that's the folks at the Looney Bin. So I will see them three weeks in a row in July. Looking forward to be ba- being back in Wichita, hopefully checking out uh, Hosmer, uh, one of my favorite bands that I discovered in 2014. Uh, a dope two-piece. These dudes shred. 
so good. And uh, <clears throat> working on a uh, working on my art installation, which uh, the, the the more I the more I think about this, the weirder it gets. And 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 as my projects stack up, I, I realize that uh, I've got I've got so many uh, I've got so many irons in the fire right now that I got to make sure I'm uh, I'm I'm focusing on each one. Speaking of focus, let's get back into this. Anyways, so that's where I'm going to be. That's that. That's the uh, that's the long and the short of it. All right. Um, and I have, of course, you guys know about the releases. OK, you know about live in Austin, you know, which has which has a dope set from uh, from Sure Thing. It's got in and, and then it's got a couple. It's got a couple gorilla bootleg recordings. Um, and then you've got Never Victim of Circumstance. Both albums drops, both albums available on iTunes, both albums available on the blog, both albums available on the Bandcamp. Depending on where you go, you're going to find whatever you find when you go there. Seeking, you shall find. That's the rules. Anyways, johntoll.com has all that stuff. I would let any, any support you guys have donating on the blog, downloading records, you name it. Every bit of it goes to keep me alive here. That's <laughs> basically what's, what's going on as we... Uh, as we uh, as we go about our life here in Southern California, chasing whatever this dream is. That being said, let's start this podcast. All right, well, you guys know I'm into ghosts, right? Obviously, why else? Why, you know, you, did you listen to the Paranormal podcast I did with uh, my buddy Ryan Singer? If you haven't heard it, head on over to me and Paranormal You there. It's available on SoundCloud. Speaking of SoundCloud, episode both one and two of the Barely Friending podcast that I do with comedian Eddie Delisepe and comedian MJ Riggins is available. Uh, there was a, Well, there's a link at, at my site. It's on the 4256 uh, Productions iTunes deliverable, which you're probably listening to right now. So you see that you see the two you see the two episodes right before this one. Boom. Barely friending episode one. Barely friending episode two. Go check them out. I love the show. It's a different kind of a show that I've ever done. It's definitely a, de- a different demographic. I've, I'm, we're, um, I, I guess that's the only way to say that. All right. So, uh, yeah, check all that stuff out. Why am I a fucking rambling man? All over the, I'm I'm shot out of a cannon this morning. Uh, sipping on uh, sipping on coffee. Let me let's 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 break it all back. Do we start with ghosts or terrorism? Which one do you want? Let's do ghosts. Let's do last night or let's see Monday night. I get a phone call that says, "Hey, do you want to be in uh, television?" And then I go, "Yeah, fuck yeah." Person calling me out of the blue that wants me to be in television. Why would I say no? Do you see the shithole I live in? Actually, I live in a really nice apartment, so I'm just being a fucking dramatic. See, because I'm an actor. Boom. Like, yeah, you want to be on the show? Like, fuck yeah, yeah, of course I want to be on this show. What am I going to be? You're going to be a Chechen rebel. <clears throat> <laughs> fuck yeah i'm gonna be a chechen i'm gonna stand around wearing fucking sweatpants and a leather jacket freedom fighting that and that's the one thing i loved is it a terrorist or is it a freedom fighter uh it depends on who's fucking delivering that news and according to this i'm a i'm a chechen rebel which is nice because i don't really own like i own one pair of jeans i own camo shorts i own two pairs of camo shorts and one pair of jeans if you guys want a deeper insight of what my true fashion sense is 
So I show up, show up uh, yesterday on set. And uh, oh, look at me. I'm dropping like on set. Now, what do you do? You head over to Crafty. Oh, my God. He's dropping all the lingo now because he's fucking going <laughs> nowhere. The, um, so I, I show up on set. And uh, and it's like so everybody and, and it's a mix of like, you know, like every time you, you watch a show that's based in like Eastern Europe, you know, like all the tough guys in Hostel look like all the tough guys in Hostel, which look like all the fucking thugs you see on the news when they're battling in Russia. So basically, that's the that's the idea for the show that I shot. It's in it's in Russia. There is a there, uh, and I'm a and I'm a Chechen rebel. So there, I I show up. What are you wearing? What what what's your outfit? If someone goes, hey, hey, friend of mine out there listening, what are you gonna? You're a terrorist now, and you're you're not only you're not only are you a terrorist, you're a Russian terrorist. What are you gonna wear? And I go, well, I'm actually a terrorist, and uh, I'm actually an anarchist. What exactly would I wear? I think about what these dudes look like, which is usually sweatpants, camo pants. Or some kind of stylistic jeans that don't belong in a fighting situation. And I looked down and I was like, you know what I'm bringing? This is what, this is what I rocked, all right? And, I, and I, I showed up on set, Doc Martens, jeans tucked into the Doc Martens. Ugh, how douchey do you feel just listening to that statement roll out of my fat caffeinated head? And uh, I had on uh, I had on a uh, one of those fucking uh, Under Armour shirts because it makes me feel thinner, even though it doesn't. And I had my uh, and I had my Austin Facial Hair Club T-shirt, which I had a flannel over that, so that I didn't have any logos over that Pit Boss 2000 sweatshirt. Because I'm like, you know what I'm gonna fucking do? I'm gonna get my logo on this television thing. Maybe I can sneak it in because they're like, yo, no logos, and I'm like, fuck you, logos. Plus, look. I know who my fans are in Pit Boss 2000. Are you telling me there's not a single Chechen rebel that doesn't like ignorance? Of course they do. Why else would they be standing in the middle of the freezing cold trying to shoot down Owen Wilson in that one movie where he flew by the statue that I don't know the name of? Boy, that was a fucking way long round to go for nothing. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that's... Uh, so so I showed up there in that and then and then they're like, yo, that's not going to fly. So they put they put tape over they put tape over the, the, the sweatshirt. So I'm like, oh, buzzkill. Then I had my like green. I have this green army jacket that uh, that uh, Dina bought me. And uh, and then I was like, well, this is this is exactly what these fucking guys look like on the news. I look exactly like that. And then the, and the costuming lady's like, nope. To put on this jacket, she gives me, I look like, she gave me a jacket like Bane would have wore in that one fucking Batman movie I didn't watch. And so, you know who I actually look like? I swear to God, I look like Patrick Swayze in fucking Red Dawn. And Red Dawn is one of my favorite movies of all time. I I love it. First first PG thirteen movie that ever came out. I saw it in the theaters. Every kid fucking fantasizes about the Russians landing at your high school, shooting your nice principal in the fucking face with an AK, gunning down all your fucking classmates as you head off to the parking lot. You and your football star buddies running off to the mountains with hot chicks to throw around a football and murder willy nilly for for the name of freedom. Fuck yeah! Where do I sign up for that? I guess in an army recruiting station, huh? Be like my dad. Every every time I wanted to do something when I was a kid, my dad would be like, yeah, you want to do that? Fucking join the army. Hey, dad, I want to shave my head. Oh, yeah? You want to shave your head? Why don't you join the army? Hey, dad, I want to be in a helicopter. Oh, you want to be in a helicopter? Are you, gonna, you know where they do that? In the army. Go join. And I was such a pussy because I don't like to run. I didn't play football, A, because uh, I'm a pussy, and B, I didn't like to run.
true true story and really neither here nor there so she gives me this coat i i'm straight up it, it is the coat that fucking patrick swayze wore in red dawn and i have one of those balaclavas is that how they say that it's the mask with the whole oh, fucking look like a dwarves album cover it's the mask where like where it, it covers your whole head and then you pull the top of it up so like all you can see is like your eye holes so now yeah you want it you want to find me on this show which i'm not going to say because i'm not allowed until it comes out but i will point exactly where the fuck out i am in these scenes so i showed up yesterday i so anyways monday night i get the phone call and it's it's i confirm it's like midnight and then they go uh all right, yeah, all right, well, it's midnight, you're confirmed, by the way, be on set at 5.30 a.m., and it's 45 minutes away, so I, I come back, I come back to the apartment, I get three hours of sleep, okay, and I awake, I, I my eyes fucking sprung the fuck open, and I just did, I felt like something was off, and I looked up, and over Let's see. The bed is in the it's in the let's see in my apartment. My bed is facing the front door. Probably not good for feng shui. Isn't that how they carry your soul out into the afterlife? If you're into weird books. But it's in the uh, I guess what we would call this the northwest corner of the apartment. I sleep towards the window. Dina sleeps towards the wall side to the window. And then so I look up over over her side of the bed is a is an entity i would say woman white 50s um and probably based on where the bottom of the apparition was to the top of it five feet from my laying down position and it was incredible because when i locked eyes on it the bottom of it just i don't know it's it was like like it's folded not folded like it was well it's very it's very cloudy in a sense i'm using clouds in the sense of that's what i would describe the material of her being as when and the and the times in my life when i've experienced the paranormal be it orbs be it shadow figures in this case uh, you know a more formed entity where you can go okay i i see what i'm working with this is a woman who's passed on and for whatever reason you know and it's my and we've been here since october and i haven't had any there hasn't been any any activity all at all here in this apartment and we've i've smudged this apartment it's it's a clean place i pray here all the time i mean it's a it's a super happy creative fun spot that being said when i woke up and i saw this and i saw this entity and i looked up and i locked eyes with it and and then it so that the fact that it has the smoky essence i guess the bottom of it just started to i don't know it's like a it's like a imagine a uh imagine like you know when you watch a building free fall in a demolition it was like that but going the other way towards her head so her body is is like folding up into itself and then and then it goes from the full body into her neck head and that's it and i, and I didn't really have the sense that I did have the sense that that the entity was very aware that I was aware that it was there, but it wasn't. I don't know. There wasn't anything malicious about it. I guess I didn't have a bad feeling about it. It's just one of those things like, okay, I get it. And stuff like that happens. It's, it just happens all the time. And it just, it just happens. Well, it's fine. So I, I, so, so that's, I got out of bed yesterday and uh, drove down to, to set and got there at, at five in the morning and um, 
What do you do when you get up at five in the morning? You know what I do? I go to McDonald's because when else are you going to get breakfast? Fuck yeah. Breakfast McGriddle and one breakfast burrito. You normally get two, but I'm on a program right now. Thank you. John com. The uh, Diet Coke. The uh, and coffee. Um, and I ate craft services as soon as they gave us free breakfast 45 minutes later because I didn't know what the day was going to entail. So they send us off to set. The set is inside of this... I guess during World War II, they had these bunkers that were they were like battery to make sure that like if if the Japanese weren't going to like attack us via the air. So this was a place where they would have had like bunker installations built in and cannons, but which were not there anymore. Missiles. I, I don't know if they had missiles or whatever, but they had bad like gun batteries and they had all these barracks that were built into this into the into the sides of the hills. And then the whole thing is concrete, but there's like living quarters inside, except the whole thing's blown out. And the city now uses this place, A, to film, and B, as a program where if kids are busted um, for graffiti, then instead of sending these kids off to just become victims of the system, which they already are, why else would you be out spray painting, all right? I get it, it's an art, but you read half the stuff and you're like, yeah, I get it. You're just drawing dicks on a fucking window with paint. All right. You're not doing anything crazy, but these kids, instead of getting in trouble, they let them go to this place and then they spray paint. So it's like a whole free area where these kids can artistically express themselves. We are now Chechen rebels inside of this area. And, uh, we, we started at five 30 in the morning. They didn't get us out of there until seven 30 at night. And uh, so that's like, a, what is that? A, do the math. It was like a 13, 14 hour day, which when you, when you go from not working at all to all of a sudden working to all of a sudden fucking working all day, you feel that. And especially when you haven't stood around in Doc Martens tucked into jeans like a yokel. I look like I look like every bad Midwest skinhead I've ever seen in my whole entire life. It's exactly the, the feeling I had. Um, and oh, you know what they give you? fucking you ever held a rubber ak-47 i know i have i they uh hey how come that guy gets a real one and i get the rubber one you you ask yourself but there's like 45 of us there are 45 chechen rebels i i call myself the leader because i think i look the most vicious um but so so yesterday i don't know like when a okay is your life weird i've i'm i've embarked on this situation where my life is just getting more fucking surreal day after day after day. serendipitous things i mean just where i'll read something and i'll, I'll do it, my life is the point where i will read something in the morning and i will literally have a conversation three hours later where the thing that i read is just being passed on and it happens all the time all the fucking time people that i know know somebody else the next thing i know i'm on a show then I meet somebody on that show and he tells me to read a book and I read a book and the thing that I read introduces me to somebody else. And then that person introduces me to something else. And it's like, I believe if you open yourself to all of the stimulus that's happening around you 24 seven, but to be very aware, sure. When we're looking, when we're looking for stuff, okay. Yeah. Turn your neck side to side. Everything you see is within your field of vision and if you're really paying a lot of attention, you can bring more information in than there are casual glances that we do. Our hearing, we hear stuff all around us, 24 and 360 degrees in every direction. Well, except for down because you're kind of limited. All right. But so that being said, I guess that being said, I've, I've set my life out 
where I go, every day is just weirder than the day before it. And now I found myself yesterday standing on a standing on a street dressed as a Chechen rebel, eating a donut, holding a rubber AK-47, staring at the Pacific Ocean and realizing not only a how beautiful that is, how powerful that is, how awesome the trees and the palm trees, how on one view I had the Pacific Ocean and palm trees, and on to my left was the was the docks in San Pedro where every single like where heat was filmed where every LA crime drama that involves a shipping container is filmed over there. And I'm now in the middle of another product and I'd go, I I love this. I love how weird this is. That's here. You know what? You know what the takeaway is? I saw a fucking ghost and 10 hours later, I was more excited about having a donut and staring at the ocean. All right. That's, that's really where I'm at. So after, after they released us, that's what they call it in the biz. When you're no longer working, you, you got released. I went after the starting uh, starting gate, which is in Los Alamitos. Uh, my buddy Cochino runs an awesome show out there and uh, did a spot with my buddy Sammy Obed. If you guys know him, super funny dude. And this lady, uh, her name is Yvette, and she killed me. She was so funny, and she does radio here in L.A., and so I'm going to uh, pop on her show, and uh, as, as that happens, I'll, I'll tell you guys when it's going to be. It should be should be the week I come back after Phoenix. Her and I are going to do some uh, radio together, and uh, so after we did the show, I came home. It was midnight again. Guess who has a call? I have to be on set at 8 a.m. for my second day. It's day two as a terrorist. Chechen rubble, same outfit, which works because I was going to wear the same thing I was wearing yesterday anyway. So now I got my I'm up and, and I'm up. I'm up already. This is where it gets weird. OK, no ghost this time. OK, but I was shot awake at three thirty. I went to bed at I think I fell asleep at like twelve forty and woke up at three thirty after th- after a long day, three hours of sleep. And uh, I'm sitting now doing this podcast because this thing has to get recorded and out. So uh, you guys can have this to listen to. So when you're sitting around going, "Wow, what's going on next in this in this weirdo's life? You can go, hey, maybe my life can be just as weird as I want to make it. Because I really believe the tenets of seek and you shall find are absolutely the most fundamental truth of what this all is. If you set your seeking on happiness, if you set your seeking on the surrealness of things, if every part of your day is about how it sucks, well, then your day's going to suck because that's where you've set your intention. That's where you've set your perceptions. All we're doing here are altering perceptions. We have the choice every single second of every single day to choose our higher nature, to choose our higher selves, to understand that we are living in a state of loving grace, that this is all light, that this matter is just light. And if you go through your life with a smile on your face, paying attention to what's going on, listening to people as they talk to you and start to pick up. And I'll tell you, just do it as an experiment. All right. When you're having a conversation with somebody and they mention a book, write it down. Okay. If they mention a band they like, write it down. Okay. Or just make a mental note, loop back in. If you meet somebody, you're out and you, and you, and you meet a friend of yours and he's got a buddy. Hey, you know, this guy over here? No, have that conversation. OK, 
Okay. I know, I know for me, sometimes, you know, for those of us who, you know, like to go out in the world and, you know, I'm sure, I don't know how you guys party. I like to party by myself. And if you send me off to a, a dinner party, if you send me off to a party at somebody's house or a loud bar, I'm more than likely nine times out of 10, if I don't check myself, I'm going to sit there and just sit on my phone and entertain myself if I'm not fully engaged in the situation that I'm having. It's my mechanism when I'm tired, when I don't want to be on. That being said, because I'm doing that, my whole life is now just me sitting on the phone. And what does that really say to the world around me? It says I'm not engaged. It says there's nothing for me out here because everything I want is in this phone. What's in the phone? Nothing. News. Opinion. Social media. Nothing. Nothing. So what I've decided to do is be very aware. If this whole game and this life is a game, it's a game, it's a dream, it's an illusion, it's whatever fucking construct you want to put on it. But if you wake up every single day of your life and you go, fuck yes, I'm awake, and it doesn't matter. Like, look, it's I'm on three hours sleep. I feel, do I sound great? I know, do I sound thin? That's the one question I have. <laughs> Sometimes I just sit and smile because A, life is great. Life is getting more out there. And the more out there that it gets, the happier I am that it's out there. The more I seek a life of acceptance and full acceptance of every single thing that's being brought to me in an auditory setting and in a visual setting. So I don't know. I, I know you, I know I, I've talked a lot about on podcasts and the show about reordering your senses. And, and what I did was I said, I said, what would the most optimal, my, my optimal, um, my optimal senses would be the following. I have a great sense of taste. That being said, when I'm anxious, I eat. That's a true statement. Okay. When I, when I'm, when I'm anxious, I fold inside of myself and I am no longer aware of what's going on. And I'm not really listening to what people are saying because I'm too busy fucking talking. Like I said, you want to be a great writer, be a great reader. If you want to be a great stand up, be a great audience member. That all is about listening. I started to say, well, let's work on our paying attention skills there, buddy. Let's work on our hearing. So that's why, that's why I really love prayer. I love listening to people pray. I love listening. I love listening to priests deliver homily, but I also love listening to them do the service itself. I like listening to people speak truthfully about their life experiences. Because it's not about the words that we're using when we talk about our life. It's about the emotion that we're conveying in what we're saying. Everybody's in this argument of whose religion's right, there's there's so many there's so many descriptions of what is going on here in reality that okay look I'm I'm a, I'm a Catholic I I'm a I believe in the Holy Family I believe in in the in the resurrection of Jesus Christ and 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 the and I pray to his mother the Virgin Mary and his father Joseph and that's this the Holy Family I'm a huge Divine Mercy. I, I, I pray the chaplet of divine mercy every day. I pray the rosary every day. I, my patron saint is St. Jude, the patron saint of lost causes, who without him, all of this would not be possible. All right. What I've done is when I go to mass, I sit there with my eyes closed. 
and I just listen. And when you take out one of your senses, all that's left are the other senses that are working. And since I have nothing really to taste because I'm not eating anything, that's out. There's usually candles or incense burning there in the in the in the church, and I burn incense here at home. They say that the that the scent that the that the nice scent is offensive to uh, to demonic spirits or any uh, negative entity does not like to live. Uh, or be around positive scents. And that's why by people, when they chant and they pray, they use incense and they use candles. And that's for that reason. So now I'm sitting, I'm sitting in church and my, 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 my sight's off. My taste isn't being used. All I'm doing is touching, which I'm just sitting there, hands folded. Okay. But I'm listening. All right. And I'm really locking into the truth that's being delivered through the emotional vehicle that the person delivering that message is using. And when you say, okay, well, I'm in a safe place right now where the word is being spoken. Yes, that's how, that's how I'm, I'm taking that in. Okay. But now because I have this skill set, I do it when I listen to entertainment programming. I do it when I listen to people on stage. You know, sometimes we laugh because not because of the words people are saying, because they're fucking they're emotionally connected to the truth that they're talking about. You know, I'm going now that makes me laugh. OK, it's not about the word choice. It's not about the surprise. It's about the fact that they're honestly conveying how they live their life. And that's what I'm experiencing now, because I put myself on this on this path. Where is this a path or this is this whole thing? No path. Uh, that's another question. I told where where, I, where I'm at right this second is further contemplation and further working on using hearing to bring in more information. And as you bring in more information, you change how you perceive the world. And when you change how you perceive the world, you also then change your emotional attachment to how you perceive the world. And if you live in a state of grace, if you choose to live in a state of joy then any negative thing that would come into your life, you can follow down the path of negativity or you can stop it in its tracks and go, that's just what's happening. That's what's happening because that's what needs to be happening right now because that's what is happening right now. If it's a negative thing and you chase it with negativity, then you just further grow it into the negative entity that it wants to be. Okay, you have a negative situation that you put your negative psychic energy into. You create something outside of yourself that you send yourself into that now exists into the world that can be used to tap your own energy as you give it away. Or you look at a situation that may be negative and you go, there's something to learn here. I've already experienced this situation. What's the better way to handle this situation? What's the higher self choice in this situation? And once you make that decision, then you realize that through your whole entire life, you've had times when you were freaked out because you didn't have enough money. You were freaked out because maybe your living situation wasn't as cool as you thought it was going to be. Or you wish you had more money. Or you wish that you, your friends were closer. Or you wish you had a better relationship with your parents. And then you realize that all this negativity all of the illusion of doubt, all of the negative thought patterns, all of the negative words and actions 
were all necessary to get you to where you are right this second. So instead of looking back on your past and all the moronic decisions that we made, you look back and go, oh, that's fucking, it was all necessary to get to where I am now. But moving forward, sin and just stop sinning. That's it. I told you guys, you take pornography out of your life. Now you have a lot more free time to handle other stuff besides your cock. How about that one? Yeah, no porn, no masturbation. Now you have a ton of free time. A ton of free time to work on the work. Putting out, writing short stories, releasing two albums, touring, being on this television show that I'm now up three hours before my call time to do this podcast. Why? Because I'm fucking excited. And I want every single person on this planet to be excited, especially the art, especially my friends out there who are artists. And I'm by that, I mean every single person on this planet. We're all artists, even even people who do business do so in an artistic way. Even people who fix cars do so in, art, in, an, in an artistic way. When, the, when I was talking to uh, my buddy, Zach Sherwin, who uh, we were talking about ayahuasca and 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 dmt and tripping and altered states and you know as i have these conversations with people who who are big psychedelic travelers we all have the same kind of conversation that we're very aware that there are things that are outside of us but we're really just a reflection of what that is and how we carry ourselves is a reflection of the truths that we're allowing ourselves to live and so uh, I, I know from my personal experience, my relationship with my family has greatly improved because my relationship with my family is greatly improved. My relationship with life has greatly improved, with comedy has greatly improved because every single day I snap out of that bed and go, what are we going to make today? Is it going to be a podcast Am I going to be editing a podcast? Am I going to be standing there with a rubber AK-47 eating a donut? Am I going to be doing, am I going to be then at a show that night where I'm watching, I'm watching people do prop acts and I'm watching people do hysterical juggling and I'm fucking dying laughing because I'm watching people really express themselves. And instead of sitting there going, oh, fuck, why is this person doing this kind of humor? How do I follow this? How am I here right now? I'm going, fuck this. I'm laughing the hardest in the room. I'm having the best time in the room. And when you have the best time in the room, when it's your time to be the center of attention, you just carry the fact that you're having the best time in the room into the room. And it's fucking undeniable because it's not the word choices that we're making. It's the emotion. And the emotion is about the vehicle. And that's the vehicle of life. And that really comes down to our perceptions. So if you have something that you want to work on, do some things where you limit your experience. Whether, whether you try an isolation tank, try psychedelics if you want to travel that way. You can meditate and use cannabis that way. You can read. You can write, do something different today that you've never done before and see where it takes you. Take a risk, try something new, and then be very, very aware 
of the doors that are opening for you in your life, okay? We can spend our whole lives trying to smash down doors that will never open for us, and we can be standing there going, well, why is nothing ever working out? Or you can go, fuck, there were doors wide open this whole time, and now you're not stepping through there. You're fucking sprinting through there stoked every single second of every single day because you know through our past experience both as friends here listening to listening to our our podcast here at 4256 talking at shows people in your own life every conversation that you've ever had you can look back and go fuck sure i made a bunch of dumb mistakes in my past but this is a new now and my new now based on the rules that i'm aware of says this is all about how you perceive it and it's your choice to handle how you react to this life, this dream, this illusion, this everything that is nothing but maybe anything but everything. I couldn't tell you. I just know from experience. Have fun, man. Life is too short. Be an artist. Make something. Try something new. Skydive. Paint. High five a stranger. Talk to somebody you've never talked to before. If there's somebody you want to ask out on a date and you'd be fucking nervous, go for it. If there's a job you've always wanted to do but you're afraid of leaving the life that you have, go for it. If you've always wanted to play music, go for it. If you've always wanted to try stand-up, go for it. Just go for it, man. This life is about doing. This life is not only about doing, it's about your very being, being and doing and that's it and be joyful in it and be joyful and be thankful about every amazing thing in your life and if you put all your perceptions on what's great in your life then your life will be a reflection of your very gratitude i would love to sit on the soapbox and uh and talk about this forever and i probably will because i think this is the truest lesson across all faiths across all denominations, across all philosophical truths, that in the end, as human beings, we only have our five senses. Some people have a sixth. Some people have, ex- some people have experiences that are outside the normal realm of the five. Some people, have the, some people have savant abilities where all of a sudden a fucking hammer drops on their head and they're the next Mozart. How the fuck is that possible? As they, they come out of a coma and they speak Cantonese. How the fuck is that possible? Some two-year-old says he's the reincarnation of Bobby Jones and knows the names of every friend Bobby Jones ever had, a famous golfer. How is that possible? Some five-year-old kid says he sank in the Pacific in World War II and he can tell you where the plane is and they go and find it. How the fuck is that possible? Worry about... <laughs> Worry about just being excited and knowing that everything is possible. And when everything is possible, then it's all about what you believe in. And the first thing you have to believe in is yourself. Because we've all got ourselves to this point right this very second through every decision we've ever made. And if you're bad at making decisions, then your life's a reflection of it. But if you're good at making decisions, your life is a reflection of your good decisions. So that is really where life is. The precipice in between deciding, do I exercise my free will this way? 
do I exercise my free will that way? Or is my true choice to exercise my free will only for the positive? Or is it to set your free will aside and say, there's probably a bigger intelligence. No, probably there is an intelligence out there that we are all connected a part of that is a part of us. We are part of it. Call it God. Call it the universe. Call it the Holy Trinity. I believe in all of it. I've experienced it. I'm living proof. And like I said, I talk about this forever. So smile and dial, motherfuckers. Uh, I hope I hope this podcast finds you with a smile on your face when you're talking to people. Listen and listen with your heart and smile. Have fun with your life. People love to see it. Not everybody's having a good time all the time. And those people who are not having a good time all the time need to know that having a good time is possible. Embrace your favorite music. Embrace your favorite art. Embrace life by just saying, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, thank you. And I guess that's all there is to say. Live your life in a state of gratitude and everything else will fall in line just like it has when we lived going the other way. So why not start today? Guy quoting Gorilla Biscuits lyrics. JohnToll.com, everybody. Check out the podcast, Barely Friending. That's on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com, search Barely Friending Podcast, or you're going to see the podcast uh, being delivered every Monday here on 4256. That means that John Toll's America moves to Wednesdays, where you find it today. I'm glad, uh, I'm stoked as shit that I got out of the rack at 3.30, jumped in the shower, and was able to sit down and have this conversation. So that uh, today when you're listening, and I'm standing uh in uh, dirty, dirty, tucked-in pants with my Jed Eckert fucking avenge me red dawn ass look with a fucking eye hole covering because the only time they're gonna let me on television is when you can't see me. Hopefully, I get another donut today. Hopefully, I get to stare at the Pacific Ocean again, <laughs> and hopefully, I keep laughing. And hopefully, you guys, if you and if you have any questions, dude, shoot me an email, man. If you're like, and, and, and start to experiment, try meditating, try prayer, try reading, try listening, try having experiences outside of the one that you're having and enjoy the whole process and live in a state of joy and grace and thanks at all times. And your life will be absolutely transformed. I'm living proof of it and it's only getting weirder. Thanks for listening. I love you guys. God bless.
56. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.